Now entering Nerdist.com. This episode of the Sex Nerd Sonder Podcast is brought to us by AdamandEve.com. Yes, go to that website and type in promo code SEXNERD, why don't ya? Because you get free shipping, three free DVDs, a super secret gift, and 50% off almost anything in the store. That's all good. Yeah, I'm looking at the site and uh, it says free shipping at $69 or above, which... <laughs> Oh, you crazy kids. Um, but seriously, promo code SEXNERD, you get free shipping on anything you want. I'm looking around the website. I see a sexy slave kit. Okay, $29.95. This is a great kit. Um, I have personally had um, bondage cuffs, I believe, by this exact same company in a different color. And they're really sturdy. I mean, they're just Velcro, soft, comfy cuffs, uh, long tethers attached to all four of them that you can tie up to like the posters of a bed or the legs of a bed or a chair or wherever. You get a blindfold and you get a little feather duster, which can actually be quite sensual. And it's more sensual the slower you drag it across someone's skin. So go slowly, intentionally. Oh, just make those nerve endings just work for it. Um, anyway, the Sexy Slave Kit, twenty nine ninety five. That's actually a lot of good stuff for that price. Um, yeah, adamandeve.com. Go there. Promo code SEXNERD. Type it in to get free shipping. Three free DVDs, a super secret gift, and 50% off almost anything in the store. Good deal. Good deal. Now entering Nerdist.com. What are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hello, friends. It's Sex Nerd Sandra. Hey, I am excited for this week's show, and I want to tell you about a few things um, before I forget Ooh, so exciting. So I just found out that I'm going to be in Chicago later this month. Yes, I will actually be flying in to Wisconsin to speak at the University of Wisconsin at Madison campus on April 25th. That's a Friday evening. Then I'm going to go over to C2E2, which is um, like a entertainment Comic-Con type event and hang out there because why not? I'll be in town anyway. Um, and then I will be, I'm going to try and put something together on the evening. I'm, I keep putting away the calendar as if I'm going to, st- I need the calendar to f- tell you about the things. Okay. So uh, April 27th is a Sunday. I don't know what's going to be going on, but keep an eye out on Facebook at the Facebook page and on Twitter for mo- more info as we get closer because, I mean, why not do something there? I just kind of want to say hi to Chicago folks. I mean, you guys are great. I get messages from Chicagoans all the time being like, come. So uh, I'm going to be there, you guys. And I haven't been, I haven't been to Chicago in like five years and then monday april 28th i will be at chicago's pleasure chest teaching a class yet to be announced uh, but it will be free and starting at 8 p.m so chicago hey hello and you know i feel like personally sharing right now um two things one i'm wearing a pair of underwear that and i i don't usually talk about this but you know like it so I'm wearing a pair of uh, blue panties that I bought at a store years ago that had whales all over it. I just ended with their blue and, you know, they're kind of like these little animated whales, you know, like swimming bubbles everywhere. But um, recently I discovered looking closer, I was actually taking off the panties and in a fit of comedy went, damn these fish panties. Um, and then realized as my partner looked at me like I was crazy that, yeah, these aren't whales. These are fish. I've been wearing fish panties, which is like kind of, I don't know. That's a thing. That's a thing that I've been doing every once in a while wearing fish panties. That's a visual something or other. Anyway, that's happening. Um, second, a little bit more on a somber note. Um, I feel like I can be honest with you guys. I mean, I mean, I just, you know, we talk about our panties and uh, I've been feeling kind of low lately the last couple of weeks, like kind of low. And it's been really hard uh, at times. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I feel like sharing 
because I realize I'm not the only dang, dang person who who suffers from um, depression. And it, it comes, it goes, and um, yeah, it. I feel like sharing because it's freaking hard. And p- part of the thing that helps me is just to know how many people are also struggling with this type of experience. Um, and of course, we all come from different backgrounds, different reasons and whatnot. It's just such a strange thing. It's such a strange thing that can just sort of come up. Um, and depression isn't necessarily, and I haven't really shared this much on the show, but I mean, depression isn't always just a symptom of it. Depression doesn't mean just being sad. Um, for me, depression is uh, f- really feeling real low energy, not feeling particularly motivated, feeling um, disconnected from the people around me. The good thing, however, is that there's plenty of self-care um, knowledge. It's just hard to implement, you know? Like, I know what I need, too. It is so friggin' simple. It's exercise and sleep. It's enough sleep every night. Those are the things that boosts my energy, that makes me feel more connected, that um, refreshes me. These are, without those, I just die. And it's so hard. I'm an adult. You know, you're just an you're an adult or kind of an adult or an adult enough. And I could eat just pancake batter all day if I wanted to. And I don't, but you know, Nutella is really good. But I digress. Dag nabbit, you guys. This is hard sometimes. I mean, I was talking to a listener recently and um, they asked me a question about um, sex drive and mentioned that you know, the antidepressants were also affecting their sex drive and it was so frustrating. And, um, you know, even though it was pertained to the question, it also kind of was heartening for me to go, oh, yeah, we, there are so many people who are trying to handle themselves. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is if you are feeling lethargic, depressed, heck, suicidal even, (laughs) like a lot of us have been there and it's understandable and there is help for you out there. There is funding, there is people trained for these things. Um, but I had a really hard day today. I had a very hard day. (laughs) Oh, but I reached out to some really special people in my life and I'm feeling way better. Um, so enjoy the show. These interviews, teaching, learning about sex, asking the big questions. These things light me up hardcore. I really bring meaning and joy to my life. So thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Jenny Fine. We haven't seen each other in a while. That's true. And I've asked you here to talk about something. Um, Oh my god. Oh, are you scared? Are you so scared? I don't even know. I don't even know where this is going to go. I'm excited. What comes to mind when I say the phrase leather daddy? Oh, she made a face. It was like a surprise face. What she's thinking. That makes me think of like gay culture, like a very specific mm-hmm. facet of, of gay culture. Leather bars, uh, you know, like the, the biker look with like leather police cap leather chaps i don't know something that i don't know much about admittedly i don't know except okay. through pop culture which is very skewed or very uh stereotypical which mm-hmm. i mean a lot of stereotypes come from truth but i can't speak to that totally i mean i have to because yeah, i signed I, up for it <laughs> this is the game this is the game it's like what do you think about um and what about have you ever heard of like leather culture or like a leather daddy who dates women uh no i haven't i've heard of like you know fabrics or like certain textured things being applied in <laughs> sex play is that the right word right. like you know the whole latex thing yeah, yeah, yeah and we've yeah. all like been up late 
by ourselves <laughs> and then we tuned to like showtime and it's like that real sex show and there's like people grinding on top of people covered in latex we've all been there right? and we all learn yeah we all learn so i'm i'm sure leather is has that you know community as well okay this is exciting Okay. So you've brought up the fact that literally the fa- the leather as as a sexual thing that you're kind of gr- enjoying on your well, body sexually. Sensations, like, sensation. Yeah. Also leather culture, like leather daddy like in the like Tom of Finland, like mm-hmm. big buff guys and chaps in like a secret back bar kind of thing. Bears. Bears, right? Rawr. Yeah. It doesn't seem very like you would think it'd, be, it'd have like women would be involved in it because it just seems so aggressive when mm-hmm. I think of leather culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on the show today, we are having, <laughs> I'm pretty excited because I don't know a lot about leather culture, but we're having um, my friend Orpheus and his slave Indigo what? on the show. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you like the names? Yeah. I mean, I just, that's the names and also like the slave culture something because I listen to, can I drop other podcasts? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all friends here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I listen to, I'm just going to say like a soda brand. Just kidding. Um to like dan savage and he Mm -hmm. talks about because that's something i forgot to mention it's like dom sub role play Mm -hmm. which obviously would take part in that because you think of just whips and leashes and restraints yeah yeah so that makes sense the first time i well (laughs) the sentence was going to be the first time i ever fisted someone the only time i've ever fisted someone um it was also the first time it was also the first time but it was it was during a class um, where I was learning about the butt, like it was, it was a hands-on class where um, the yeah, person, like, it was where the the teacher had a a demo person that they were like talking about butt stuff. It was like a yeah, it was like a sex ed for sex ed people and like right. a sex store, you know, because you get a lot of butt questions, all the butt questions. I'm sure. And yeah, I was the only one to volunteer after for like who wants to actually feel the prostate and instead of feeling the prostate, well, I put a glove on and stuff. Well, no, I know. It's just, face. it's weird to have your hand inside someone's body and yeah, be able think? to like touch, like feel the organs and stuff. Like you're reaching out with your, your palm and your fingers as if you're going to grab someone's heart like Indiana Jones, boom, 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 boom. But no, like it was, I mean, your fist is like forced kind of closed. Um, yeah. But, uh, but the guy who was the demo bottom was like leather puppy like 2011 or something like he was the best puppy that's a i don't know that term yeah i don't well i mean that he is a very puppy like personality very excited very like kinky but that's an actual term that's yeah i I had no idea and i I lost uh, touch with him (laughs) 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 so like i i'm sure i could find him on twitter but he was a sweetheart and he's really excited about everything but and then so um, like I've been in a leather bar and I've met like leather women and they're de- definitely leather women's like weekends and, and clubs. And I don't know, like I, I have been in dungeons, but I don't get what leather culture is specifically. I know there's like hierarchy and like people earn respect and then there's bottoms. So it is tops. dom sub. There is that, but I don't know if that's it. I, you know, I, like, I love the fact that I have very little in-depth experience in terms of understanding what this is like i'm about to get some knowledge jenny i'm about to get some knowledge it's like a an anthill and you thought that you got to the furthest part and then oh there's this little offshoot right here (laughs) you mean like when you're the sex world is like an anthill like when you're inside an anthill like an ant yes are you it's very complex and there's not just one like i'm sure like leather daddy culture also has a bunch of offshoots Mm -hmm. oh i'm sure yeah yeah, and I don't even know if Leather Daddy's the right title. I just sort of think of him as like, I think of a leather guy getting a leather It sounds Dom master. Sub. It sounds Dom Sub. Well, yeah. definitely Dom Sub. And I know that there's a community a- aspect to it where it's like how much you're outreaching to to outside, how much you're helping and teaching other people. So there's there's definitely a community is such a big part of it. And that's, I've, I was surprised about that. It's another thing I thought of when you said Leather Daddy, which is the police academy. Do you know there's a scene, it's like, it's like they remember. they end up in like a leather daddy bar and there's just like a bunch of guys, they look like the village people dancing around. It was just, <laughs> when you asked me that, like that was the image that came to mind. I was like, I tried to shake my head like, no, that's not what it is. Stop it. No headdresses. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel good about this. I feel like I'm ready. Like, I feel like I've admitted how very little I know. And so now I can, I'm cleansed and ready to absorb. Ant hills. 
Yeah. I keep calling it a fractal. Like sex, like the more you zoom in on something, the oh, more you just try and find out more and there's a whole other world open up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, every time. And like every time I host a live show in like some city, uh, like four different people will ask me about something or bring up something that I've never even heard of before. And I go, well, great. There's four more episodes. But I do have a question for you, um, Jenny Fine. Since uh, we haven't seen each other in a while, uh, what's up with your art? It's going, it's beautiful. Like if, um, if you like watching people draw amazing things on Facebook or Instagram, you should follow Jenny Fine. What's oh, your, what's your thank handle? You. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are the same thing. It's at jfineoriginal. It's something I made up when I was 16, long story. But basically it's first letter of my name, J, last name Fine, and then original, like original recipe. Because <laughs> I cringe saying, that's not what, it's, that's not why. Because that's so dumb. But yes, thank you for bringing that up. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, we're talking about leather. Uh, you guys, uh, Orpheus and Indigo, coming right up. Uh, thank you, Jenny, for coming out. We just totally like had such a tangent. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what comes next. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, okay. Um, Jenny, fine. Okay, so we... T- <laughs> We turned off the recording, and then she started asking me about, like, so is he going to, like, walk her in on a leaf so- or something? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. No, but that's, that's such a wonderful, honest question, but it's just funny, because I'm like, no, they're just regular people. They just happen to... But, of course, I say regular people, but... Of I course. mean, they are. Everyone is regular, and at the same time, there's no regular. But then what did you say? You were, like, so, like, is she not allowed to talk until he, like, tells me Yeah, because okay? I know, like, there's... I don't know how severe... I don't know if that's the right word the dom-sub relationship is, or if it's just relegated to, like, sex, or is this something that, it, like, they have to do in public? Because, like, d- d- some of it has to do with... I don't know if public shaming is the right thing, but just... It's a thing. Yeah, I mean, but is it always a thing? I don't... I don't think so. I mean, I see... I mean, I see people sometimes play um kind of subtly in public yeah but it's a little bit unethical to have just random people like walking around like non-consensually being involved in like some kind of play and like that's true you know like pretending to kidnap your partner in the streets you know five people are gonna have like trauma you know that's true (laughs) thinking when you just saw something illegal you know that makes complete sense and i didn't think of it that way (laughs) No, no, but I think a lot of people would be wondering that. But no, um, they're both lovely people and really indigo. No, I'm just because, I mean, okay, hypothetically, if you walked around on a leash, that doesn't mean that, like, they're, you know, either of them are bad people. It's, like, their life, their choices. But yes, if other people are... It would throw a lot of humans. Yes, but at the same time, this we're in West Hollywood. A lot of people are making very alt-life choices around here. True, true. I mean, yeah. when I think of... Uh, a slave master or dom sub relationship i often think of i mean there's it's mostly to me yeah. and of course i'm just one person but an internal it's it's sort of like a compass in an internal compass as to the boundaries and structure of your life so it's i mean a leash is an outward sign and it might be kind of be fun to be tugged on or to to be you know or yeah. whatever but like that's i think of like leashes and muzzles and stuff or like lick my boot you know which is totally a thing for some people um but that's more of the pop culture interpretation of it, yeah. I think. And it's just like porn, you know, how it's like, you know, it's like almost orgasmic all the time in porn. It's just always like, ah. And they always come at the same time. Right. <laughs> right. Or I was like, yeah, I want that jizz right in my eyeball. Mm, yeah. doesn't hurt at all. It doesn't <laughs> But um, I won't get an infection. And so, the, I mean, to be on all the time would be exhausting. That's I would, true. I would think. I mean, some people could probably do it. But, but when your relationship has a theme, <laughs> right? you kind of do have to be on all the time you have to i mean eventually i'm sure you fall into it's funny because a lot of relationships have like a natural dominant right submissive thing and these people are at least like saying it out loud and acknowledging it and negotiating it Mm -hmm. yeah it sounds pretty healthy honestly yeah (laughs) yeah it can be that was really funny i'm so glad we got back on the on the thank you monica for turning on the recording again oh man all right Thank Bye. you again. <laughs> Bye, Jenny Fine. It never stops being normal for us. You yeah. know, I mean, this is this is the new normal, mm-hmm. and um, I think I, I what I really feel is that people have gotten away from what a traditional relationship is. Mm-hmm. You know, and do you mean BDSM type people, or do you mean people? In people life? in general. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I think back in the days, uh, you know, prior to the, like the whole feminist right movement, you know, feminism and all this stuff, people had a predetermined, uh, albeit society labeled who you were going to be in your relationship. Mm-hmm. There was a set dynamic and people whether you liked or you didn't like it you knew what those dynamics were and you knew your role in it you were able to play your part regardless of how you were lumped into it and i'm not saying it's great or, or or anything but in doing that there's a certain amount of ease i know what her role is she know what my, mm-hmm. she knows what my role is she plays her part very well and i play my part very well so we never stop being an MS couple, but we don't really call them an MS. We just call it who we are naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A slave is not a moniker that I, you know, like when you have a job in the workforce, um, you are a clerk or you mm-hmm. are a banker and then you go home and you are a mom or you are a dad. Um, but the same way when you, when you have children, you are a mom, you are a mom when you're a baker. <laughs> your mom when you were this it it goes with you everywhere it's it is, an it underlying is, theme of, of just how you relate to life exactly i am always this slave um but it would be how i interact with him maybe sometimes there's more high, high protocol sometimes it's just a relaxed environment mm-hmm. or just regular home life but at any given moment um DS things are threaded throughout our entire existence. There are things where you might not notice it so much. If you were to look, you might see a 1950s type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why I was. Yeah, that's why I was getting you, at. You might see that if for on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the reasons for that is because when you are dealing with a society that doesn't necessarily um, subscribe to your rules and regulations sometimes some things have to be where they understand them how they see them Mm -hmm. so some things that are a little calmer look like oh well maybe they're still living in 1950s and then you'll get the oh well you you will have rights and shut up you know (laughs) that's not what this is it's about how i serve him how how i am me how i survive in the world Mm -hmm. i understand that yeah, it just it just is. Some Wait, days you survive in the world like. like I mean, do I need to save you? Indigo? No, no, no. I mean, how, <laughs> as a person, we all have to figure out how we can survive in this environment. Uh, how you are you when so many th- pressures on the outside are trying to make you somebody else, or how you have to fit in or assimilate, or how you don't assimilate, then how you go through life being that person. This, um, I have found me and then i have found how to be me in a world where being me isn't socially acceptable and what's the being me that's not socially acceptable is that the the slave aspect possibly it depends on who you're talking to Mm -hmm. what is okay because if you're if i'm speaking with someone else who lives a master slave relationship or understands those type of things or a sub and a bottom type they will understand a little more and me serving him dinner or going to get that or me being the one who's carrying the bags in and setting them here they don't see that as any problems like oh i see you've set this up for your master this you know like oh well how do you do that maybe we we swap recipes on how to you know <laughs> how to the, serve how yeah to... what's the best way to wash his feet how do you get his clothes to smell like you know uh-huh. you know what i was in a group and one of the things that i liked about this one particular group is when like spring cleaning time came around mm-hmm. they throughout recipes on how to get um, lavender in your sheets, how to fold, <laughs> you know, how to make hospital corners, how to fold a fitted sheet. And those are regular things that at one time, a house, um, someone who took care of the home knew those things. That was just part right. of taking care of the mm-hmm. home. Well, we, in this lifestyle, we bring those things back. We cherish mm-hmm. those things. Those are very important things. But um, so if I had that same conversation, there were, I'll use the vanilla term, someone who doesn't live this lifestyle, they would just see, understand the swapping of how to do the linens and everything. But we take, you know, for us, it's more than that. It's not just doing the linens, doing the linens is a part Mm -hmm. of how we serve and how we, we show our love and our care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, no one would even think twice if this was 1940, 1950. Oh no, no one would give a flying. You know, nobody, (laughs) nobody would have ever, really taking the time to say, oh, well, you know what? I think you're being, you know, a domestic slave in the, in the negative term, you know, that you, you know, no one would start labeling you as not being a strong woman or that you need to be saved from this oppression or this tyranny. 
You know, I mean, you look at again, I think we talked about this last time is it's if you look at the Lucy Ricardo type thing, she took care of the house and she did these things and she took care of the kids and she vice versa, whatever it was. It was commonplace. It was normal to treat to be in a type of dynamic in that way. And within that dynamic, I I get a sense that both of you because you've been on the show before. So it's. Um, I don't feel like we need to get like there was a, so much in that show, and I do remember that we talked about this <laughs> a little bit. But like, it feels like you both came to this as a natural state that feels good for how you want to be. Oh yeah, you know, if I tried to, if I thirteen or well eighteen years ago, if I had, I never saw this. I, I had no idea this is, and I cannot say how I ended up here. I just am, and I'm very comfortable mm-hmm. with who I am and who I've become and the changes I've made in my life. And most of those changes were working on me communicating better, not being so upset about things, learning how to better work um, me and then interact with other people. So most of the changes I've made have been personal changes for me and how to treat others better. Mm-hmm. And it's just it just is. This is just this is good. And I was like this before. Yeah, you I even were, knew about the. You BDSM. were this guy. He was. Totally I, I've this always guy. been. I've I, not changed. I had to. I think I had to. Um, there were changes I definitely didn't make. I was very mm-hmm. angry, hmm. uh, very volatile. Angry black woman. Uh, yeah, figure. it was. I was very and um, <laughs> easily, easily. I was. I didn't go from like, oh, I'm upset with that. I was like, livid. It was crazy. Well, okay. I mean, I want to get into the leather stuff because, yeah. like, I definitely. Sorry. But but wait, just for a moment. You made a joke, Orpheus, of angry black woman. <laughs> and you go, you're talking about how you would just get livid just oh, all yeah, of a sudden. And, and so even though there might be some kind of stereotype of the angry black woman, what was the heart of that anger? You know, I, I didn't know how to deal with my, my emotions or feelings or how to project them. Mm-hmm. And instead, and I, it, it's learned <clears throat> things. You mm-hmm. see other family members do it. They didn't, just, like my parents had, Two things I can remember. They loved each other like nobody business. Mm-hmm. And they fought like hell. You know, I mean, like a <laughs> hole in the wall type of thing. But I knew they loved each other, but it was crazy. They went between the two. It was either one or the other. Huh. So I didn't know how to how to modulate. It mm-hmm. was one emotion or the other. It was just crazy. And There's I had no to calm, learn. calm conversing like, hey, I'm feeling this. Like, yes, I'm, no. I'm, no, no, none of that existed. Absolute expression in the loudest, most intense way possible. And that was showing love and care. Yeah. Right. And I had to learn how to regulate that. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, you're crazy. That's not <laughs> you acceptable lose, you behavior. Lose, yeah, you lose your logic. Like there's a certain amount of crazy that happens. Right. When, yeah. Right. Yeah, I've lost it. Like when be- <laughs> people get scared when I lose it because I'm usually pretty chill. And like when right. I get crazy, like <laughs> I'm really scared. Yeah. And then I see it in their face. I'm like, oh, I'll calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So... <laughs> So I mean, okay, I adore you both. Okay, I see you often, and we've chatted, and I've asked you questions. You've been on the show, and so I think of you as you two as being in a. I just think DS Dom Sub, but right. I guess do you actually say MS more Master Slave <coughs> specifically? Actually, I just I don't even say anything. I mean, it's just who we are. We usually might mention a DS DS type of lifestyle, MS, but maybe. um, yeah, but it never comes up. Honestly, it doesn't not unless other people ask. Okay. I mean, how often do you at do you when you're sitting at your house do you say Sandra is uh, whatever your race is a thirty year old or a twenty year old? You never right, do you that. Just do, you just be you. Yeah, yeah, other people do that. Right. I'm more that's inclined totally. to say I'm Polly than yeah. anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, because that's that's really the most tangible thing. Because I feel every other aspect that we lead in every other way that we leave our lead our life, it's normal. Well, you know, also because and while I think we also use DS, especially because we use poly is because not everybody who will come into the poly lifestyle would fit into master slave, but Mm -hmm. definitely they would be submissive to, you know, so dominance and submission might fit a broader sense Mm -hmm. for everyone. And I think there's naturally we kind of steer away from the master slave thing being black. So it's not something (laughs) I volunteer very forthright about. I didn't I didn't own it for a long time i didn't see it mm-hmm. um i i always thought well okay if i had to put a label on it i would say submissive but i'm not a person to label mm-hmm. i just i generally don't like labels and so i didn't ever i didn't see it i just knew that i i would say serve or i would go with submissive because i really would serve him that was my mm-hmm. ultimate goal and someone else she was saying um you say what you say and i hear you talk and i see the way you interact she goes but you you're a slave 
That's mm-hmm. what you do. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And I went on with my life. Mm-hmm. And then we were sitting and talking and we were like, oh, oh. my goodness. Oh. Things, you know, and um, but also one of the philosophies that I believe in is that they both parts sub- submissive and slave are two pieces of a whole, mm-hmm. each having a part of the other in, in it. And they kind of just feed into each other, making a whole person and not a part of a person. Right. I just think it, you're serving each other in a way. Well, like, no, just, Or you're taking care of each other. No, her. not just him. I'm talking about me. Uh-huh. Me being a whole person, there is uh, like the submission is the, um, a lot of times is the... Tangible. Is the tangible, the act of the things that I carry out. And the slave is the intangible, the thought process of how I, I get see. to the part to and the emotional. Yeah. The emotional, you know, because you don't have to be in BDSM in order to um, feel that, to feel enslaved to another person. I mean, we used to call it whipped, you know, like you're, you're uh, for lack of a, can I, can I use the oh, word? Oh, you mean when you're like just like. Head like, over heels right, insane right. and for the person. Right, for them. Yeah, you're just, you're, you're cleaning their room when they're not every, there. You lose and yourself in it. You lose yourself in it. And that's what we're talking about. I mean, that's the emotion. That's you are emotionally enslaved to another human being, you know. Submission is just the dedication that you put towards doing the actual things you know because there's a lot of people who are emotionally enslaved that won't go make you a sandwich Mm -hmm. you know or don't know how to clean your room or won't wash your clothes that's the service aspect of it Mm -hmm. and then there's a lot of people who will wash and clean and do all this other stuff but they're not emotionally invested so they're not your slave Mm -hmm. you know so you have to have both to have that kind of dichotomy that that really works for a type of dynamic that we have all right I want to get. I want to get because we could talk about this. That we all, could talk day. About, oh, all day, all day. But I want to get to the nitty gritty okay. because, sure, yes, okay. No, I, I don't. I, do I, that. Even though you two don't <laughs> don't necessarily use these terms, and right. I just, but like you know, I have a certain amount of familiar mm-hmm. familiarity with both of you, and mm-hmm. a new layer emerged that I do not know much about. Uh, where Orpheus, you told me recently that you were running for like a leather title, SoCal Leather Master Slave title and that was that means we're both running okay for you're it. both running okay yes and this is this is the only title that you run for jointly so southern california master slave like wait no sorry southern california leather, leather master slave 2014 correct holy heck okay <laughs> so i've heard of these titles and i've I know that there's like a gay leather community and then there's just like leather community right. i've heard of like women's leather communities like let's start from the very beginning what is a leather because i okay my frame of reference is and what i've talked about on the show is like a dungeon people play there right. might be certain relationships but then <coughs> i i've been maybe one leather event a long time ago we talked about it on the last show with right. the clown it was scary um there was a knife <laughs> but <laughs> other than that no leather events i just will talk to friends who go to leather events I, right what is this okay so uh, Essentially, a leather contest is where uh, a leather community, a group of people who revolve around the culture of leather, okay, mm-hmm. which is inherently uh, gay or pansexual, uh, will come together and elect a representative to go out, go forth, and represent what it means to be this specific type of leather. Mm-hmm. So there are, you know, Mr. SoCal uh, Leather f- uh, Woman, or, you know, there's SoCal Leather Man, there's, so- there's all kinds, and they all have these feeders they go all the way around the country so los angeles has their representative and they'll go to a larger event for california then that california will go to almost like a beauty pageant so the socal person will go on to Correct. represent in like a whole a fully all california or like then all like national or yeah, western we'll, region we will do um if we win yeah i hope we do <laughs> if we win we'll go to um a, a larger event which is held in arizona i believe Okay. And uh, then we will compete with the other people who, on the western part of the uh, of the United States, will all feed into. And then there's a larger organ, uh, international org body that will go from there. Okay. Okay. Well, I want you to win. I, I want mean, me to I win too. I think you two are great. Thank I you. I think so. Welcome, Mike. Inspire me in terms <laughs> of my relationship and my just finding the living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> Just finding the energy to find the dream. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so 
since I have I have been in dungeons at, at BDSM parties. There, there. Oh, there's crosses in the corner that you can be strapped to and get spanked. So I've been in those places. Right. I realize, but but you haven't been in a leather place yet, right? Okay, have I not? I no. Mean, like, did See, no one just there, no one invited okay, me. Like here's here's just a there's a, there's a <laughs> let me just say this. There's a mythos around the whole leather thing and how it gets started. And you get one organization that says one thing and one organization that says another thing. But generally, everybody can agree on that basically World War One, World War Two, people came back and they wanted to, you know, they kind of got into the motorcycle thing. Mm-hmm. And there were some gay men who wanted to form their own kind of club. And they surround themselves in leather because, of course, motorcycle riders in leather, vests and the whole nine yards. And they kind of got uh, into into a club, (laughs) you know, what I mean, and they were very because they were gay and in the leather. There were lots of protocols involved. Okay. Okay. And the idea is kind of matriculated down that you have to earn your leathers. So you earn your boots and that's your basis. And then you earn your, your pants, you earn your vest, you earn your, you earn your hat. And that, when you earn your cap, you, that's your mastery. So everybody kind of recognizes oh. you as a master. So it's like being a Girl Scout. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> More like being in a motorcycle gang because you know how you have to prospect? No. Oh. <laughs> well, I, in motorcycle gangs, so, they give you a blank, like well, a shirt that says prospect, and then you earn your jacket, you earn, and then you earn your patch, and you oh. earn these things, and that's how you go forward. And the more knowledge, and the more respect, and the more people know you, and the more, the more experience you have, the more the people who are mentoring you will provide you with these leathers. This sounds kind of like uh, it's military inspired. There is a lot, again that goes back to the uh, the whole thing with these World people War coming. World War One and Two, yeah, exactly. Of course, of course. So, so you got these military men who were in these, you know, form these leather uh, these leather bike clubs, and some of it was hiding in plain sight, and some of it was mm-hmm. hiding in plain sight, so they can rock, you know, so they can have their organizations. They had their leather, and it harkens back to that military where you, you know, there's a strict hierarchy. And every every group is not like that. You know, some of them are a lot more lax and some of them are a little more. Some of it's for fashion. Some of it's not. But you st- that's where the root of the whole leather thing comes in. So are you telling me yes. that there is kind of secret? Is it sort of like the, um, who are those people who? Illuminati or something. Illuminati. <laughs> um, the temple. Masons. Like the Masons. Like not these, that like, leather. secret. Because I, I'm sorry, you guys, but I'm not getting any Facebook invites to leather stuff. You know, like well, I, I'll hear about a leather. Well, they're also, a lot of them are gay, trans, pansexual. Okay. okay. This is one of the ones that's all inclusive where you can be a gay master slave uh, dynamic or you can be a trans or something like that and run for it or straight like we like i am and she's by so you can be a, a, a couple that way and still run for it and still mm-hmm. represent your relationship because what you're representing is the leather lifestyles idea of what a master slave dynamic is oh so you're like the pen like the the ultimate no, not pen. I'm trying kind to think of the, of. the Zephyr. No, the Zenith. Is- Zenith. Zenith. <laughs> nice. Nice. But for me, you know, honestly, for me, and I'll let you chime in on this. For me, I was always told that, you know, a, you don't refer to yourself as a master. A master is how people refer to you. That makes sense. That makes okay, sense. Okay. So if people call me Master Orpheus, that's fine. I can accept that because that's how they see me. But I can't call myself Master. I can't go on FetLife or something and say, I'm Master Orpheus and so on and so forth. So for me to represent a body as a master, this body, this group of people have elected me and my relationship as an example of what it means to be a master slave. I, I feel like that's something after 15 years that I can say, oh, well, I, I can call myself a master at this point in time. It's exciting. Okay, so that means that you have a group that you're part of and they have elected you two to represent and to run for SoCal Leather, right? No, yes. this, if, if we win, that w- that's what that would mean. Wait, right. wait. As a contestant, well, we we're contestants. Well, you're not necessarily representing a smaller group within SoCal Leather. Not at this present no. moment. No. Okay, no. so SoCal we are just is sort us. of SoCal is the first level of exactly. Okay, where where does where do all where do all you people hang out? Like, what is the, what is this leather? Like, and you're we've invited you. Don't don't act like we well, haven't invited well, you. I know, okay, because you invited me to like. There's classes, and then there's like a night out. Like, it's well, all a lot very, of it is it, intermingled because right. a lot of people in um, BS in the master slave type thing in BDSM, uh, the the worlds blend, especially right. if you're um, a heterosexual and that the worlds blend. 
uh, uh, because uh, we do the D, they do the DS or the MS type of thing, and then they meet up with other people. But they live some people live a, a stronger leather lifestyle. Lifestyle. Some people don't. Some have some leather inclinations, and you know, so it kind of varies, and they all kind of meet up in the same place. So you can easily be at an, a gathering of people and not know everything. And sometimes, just in looking at what the people wore to the gathering, mm-hmm. you can you, see what they look like. See. I mean, because okay. a lot of these people are Tom of Finland. There's a Tom of Finland look. Love Tom of Finland. Okay, so you know, so that's a leather daddy. I mean, you know, what I mean, that's okay, the, are you that's a leather the, daddy? I am. <laughs> are you a leather daddy? I, I, I think you have to be recognized, and that's what we're talking about: going to and being recognized as a leather uh, as a leather person, a person it's, of leather. It's kind of a title. I'm not a leather daddy yet. Okay. Leather daddy, leather daddy is somebody who lives and breathes, and I'm a master. I'm in a master slave dynamic. Okay. You know, what I mean, so they kind of all overlap because you don't see like there's a performance lifestyle, there's a mm-hmm. professional lifestyle, there's a leather lifestyle, there's a straight leather lifestyle, there's a non-leather straight lifestyle, there's a lesbian leather lifestyle. You know, what I mean, there's a non-leather lesbian lifestyle. You know, what I mean, and it all kind of co commingles. You know, and they overlap. So I know it's, it's kind of hard to I'm con- Okay, so I'm a little confused. Go for it. But it feels epic, and it feels like, <laughs> and obviously I've probably been around it. I don't usually, see, I mean, I'll see like a vinyl, and I'll see some leather, but, but okay. How do you earn your boots or your vest? Or like e- what, what? Each the- group has its own, their own merits. SoCal Leather. Let's just go with SoCal so, Leather. SoCal Leather is the contest, not oh. the organization. So what's, oh, oh, okay. So okay, then- so, so here, here's the thing. There are, you know how you guys have this like group over at the body, like kind of a group of sex geek body friends. Storytelling? Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. Or you guys got this sex group friend, uh, sex geek, and you guys kind of have your own culture there within the friendship. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's every leather community. Okay? okay, so it can be four, five, six group of friends. There's no regulatory body that says this is what you have to go through to be a leatherman. Okay. Some some groups of friends, some groups of dynamics, some. Uh, Clubs, some organizations do have regulatory, but as straight people, we don't. You know what oh, I mean? Okay, and then every year there's also a contest. Exactly, it's fun and you get to run well, like, and you tend to know some of the people because we're all part of this lifestyle, mm-hmm. and the lifestyle is very, very small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we we overlap like you wouldn't believe, okay. and you run into each other. That's why generally you really shouldn't do shitty shit because you know where <laughs> you're going. You're not going anywhere. You have to kind of uproot and move and pretend to be somebody else. And expounding one virtue, like I can go to Fault Line and it has its culture. And, Fault and, Line is a bar is in it, L.A.? Yeah, it's a leather bar. I can go to Fault Line or I can go to the Eagle or I can go to um, the Lair, which is a straight het male club. Mm-hmm. And, or you can go to Sanctuary, which is straight and trans or cross-dressing. Mm-hmm. Or you can go, you know, and everybody has their own culture in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What the what the clubs do, well, I'm sorry, what the contests do is they say we want the people who exemplify this thing. So if it's just a leather men's title, they're gonna find they're gonna create a criteria that fit for just leather so men. What's the criteria? I'm not a leather man. No, 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 no. I mean, what's the criteria? Like you're running for this title. Oh, but- you have to have a master. You have to be in a master slave dynamic for at least a year. Okay. You have to identify as master slave, both of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you also have to be someone who exemplifies some of the characteristics uh, that you that exemplify a um, a master slave dynamic. Like you guys have to have protocols. You have to have a, a dynamic that has a hierarchy in it. So you guys can't switch. Like she beats me one day, I beat her the next day. Mm-hmm. Um. You have to be literally a dominant. You can't. Okay. You you can't be identify as anything other than master slave. All right. Okay. okay. No, none of the switching around. No switching no, no, no. around. I don't. No. This I don't flip. Or I don't fly. Okay. okay. You know, they don't have so called leather switch either. That's like. <laughs> okay, leather switch. Oh, that's really funny. That's a different contest. Um. When when is the contest? And then April nineteenth. And how do you win? Well, basically, what's, this is my first time running for a leather title. Uh-huh. So basically, we show up, we do a mixer, we talk to all the people who came out to visit, we meet the uh, judges, and we go up on stage, and they basically, we get interviewed by the community, the people who we feel are our peers and the people uh-huh. who are supporting this event. 
they ask us questions. We answer the questions. Uh, then, judged on the question answering. Yeah, then we get judged on the question answer portion. Then we have a, a group of judges, which I'm not sure who the judges are, and I'm trying not to look at that because okay. I don't want to form any bias or try and think of what they would like or mm-hmm. anything like that. And then the judges ask us a barrage of questions that kind of about our relationship, about how we feel about MS and leather and how we would best represent the title. Um, and then once we get judged on that, they do an auction. Basically, everybody donates something to the title. They okay. auction it off, and that goes to our travel fund. And that means we get to travel all over the, the country. And oh, of course, the fundraiser as well. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a fundraiser as well. And once we get that, that helps with our travel. Oh, my goodness. It's like best, best like cookie-baking mom at PTA or something. Like, also, like, I don't know. It just it seems be, like... Yeah. Well, it's basically trying to get the best representatives of that lifestyle to go out and talk to other people about the lifestyle. Okay. Do you see like, what I'm saying? You mean like what we're doing right now? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> what we're doing right now. And, Way to uh, represent you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we were doing in the very beginning, talking about what it means to be in an MS mm-hmm. leather lifestyle. Right. And we've been doing this for... We've been in lifestyle 15 years. We've been teaching at least 11, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we've been on radio shows and everything else. And, you know, it'd be good to kind of represent our lifestyle in an official capacity, mm-hmm. you know. So when it comes to being le- a leather men, I don't know much about that, but I know about being in this D, uh, MS lifestyle for as long as we have. We're probably the longest MS couple that I know of. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who's been together at eight. Well, somebody I know has been together 19 years, but we've been together literally 18, uh, 18 years. Oh, I was like doing the throat cutting motion to that person for 19 years. Like, get him. Get him. <laughs> well, they're good friends of ours, you oh, know, fine. but, but for us, a long-term relationship in DS is what, like a year? Two, two years, years, you get so many time, many people really? are old couples. Finnish we, couples don't last very they, long. They don't. They Do, don't I, I just think of that they kind of just sort of integrate it into the regular domestic life. Of, of Or maybe those people disappear, you don't see them, and they go on and do their life. But a lot of them don't. They don't make it. Don't make it. I don't know why. Do they I, more, I mean, do they I mean, need we, more community support? Well, no, or we've been what through, is, we've been through no, relationships also that just don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. I couldn't tell you. I mean, we've had a relationship a poly dynamic that was MS is what well DS with another couple. I'm sorry, with another two people. And one was like four years and one was eight years. So it was a long time by Wait. comparative standards. You two dated another couple, another two. We dated two other girls. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You two dated two other women. Oh, I see it separately. Right. They weren't a couple. No, no, we became a quad, a quad, quad, and then separately four years, eight years. I see. Yeah, right, right. Got exactly. it. Geography. <laughs> Geometry. I'm glad you got that because I always have trouble explaining that. It's like we were with this one for 18 and then the other one came in and was with all three of us for four. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. so I think just the very first I thought I heard with another couple. I, or, think or, I, did say I mean, because right. literally it is a couple of people. But right. It, but not, um, they weren't a couple. But and some it wasn't people like Legos. Do, click. Yeah, yeah. Some people, though, do. Uh, do their poly that way where they couple mm-hmm. it's like this couple that couple they come together and they become you know a few of those uh, yeah and they become mm-hmm. a foursome yeah, seen, but then with the different pairings off mm-hmm. that can happen when you have more like people that. you don't like it oh no why not call me a control freak ms relationship <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what i gotta do before we go because i know we got some time issues here mm-hmm. i also have to say um as a result of this uh, as a part of this MS event, mm-hmm. uh, the SoCal Leather title, we do want people to donate mm-hmm. any item that they want to auction off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you have something that you want to donate, we'd be more than happy to put your name out there, plug your company or your event or whatever it is. Um, and basically, everything that auctions off, all the proceeds will go to um, helping the winner present and talk to people about the uh the ms lifestyle period how would people because it's uh the competition is april what uh the competition is april 19th okay so it's in 10 days so if someone listens to it and they're part of a company like you can um, you can either contact me through facebook um you can basically go orpheus uh, orpheus black on facebook you can go to orpheus black on fetlife or you can go to socal leather ms title Basically, just Google it. It'll take you there. Um, I think it's so S <laughs> SoCal S C M L 
dot org. Okay, awesome. Okay. If not, if I got it wrong, just Google SoCal Leather Master Slave title. Yeah, 2014. 2014. It'll, come it'll all come up. And you can just click the donation button and it'll allow you to donate, or you can get it to me, or you can just Google Orpheus and all my contacts come up. Tweet me. I don't care how. I'll come and pick it up if you're close enough. I'm, I'm like thinking about like free massages. I'm thinking about like yeah. a coffee, over a fancy coffee maker. I don't know why fancy coffee maker <laughs> came to mind. I'm like, what would you donate? What would I donate? Well, we got, you know. I mean, I have a lot of sex toys. Like, well, I, what you got, what, thus far, we've got JT Stockroom is giving us a straight jacket and some other stuff. <laughs> of course. Which is really cool. And uh, Black Unicorn, which is a large fetish club, uh, kind of goth industrial club, is is giving us a champagne uh, room, you know, champagne and and, and booth and everything. And uh, we've got some other people who are giving us tickets to DomCon, the uh, convention. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Um, you know, there, I think a session at Sanctuary. Um, we've got a few things there going down. Uh, we got rope coming from um, Slave to Bondage. They're amazing rope. So, I mean, if you are a rope person or you want to get into rope, this is a Man, like almost a thousand dollar package. Yeah. This is Japanese hemp with the sewn ends. It's amazing. Oh, I would I love, love to keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so we have a, a lot of things. I also think maybe somebody's going to be giving away a suspension. Hint, hint. If you're listening, oh, a hook suspension. Oh, somebody might be listening that's donating a hook, a hook suspension. Sus- possibly that is some intense giftage. I mean, I was thinking a coffee maker, and you're like, someone might suspend you <laughs> with hooks. Like that's different. Well, that's like two thousand dollars to get suspended by hooks the right way with a whole. T- oh, really? Yeah, with a, I didn't know that. Basically, they have a gurney, the medical team. It's all you know. It all everything's like one hundred percent sterile. Oh snap! And you know all the stuff that they use, they have to throw away. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is a serious investment that somebody's going to do. So if you want to do that. That's something that you have to take some time and really put some money in. And then they had, they bring you up slow and there's a whole process and there's this whole ritual around it. They even clean the space with sage and, you know, do the whole yeah. spiritual thing. I'm l- mildly familiar with a uh, hook suspension yeah. and just the, I had no idea the cost. Oh, so, great. Cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so people can't vote for you guys or anything. They can't vote for us, but they can show up and, and show their support. And, you know, there's a little peer pressure when it comes to the crowd getting into it. So I have like, I've invited like 1800 people, you know, and they've invited uh, something like a thousand people. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that more people will come okay. out and really show their support by buying the items and, mm-hmm. uh, and clapping real loud and Make chanting ba- my name. Oh, Banners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be great. That would okay. be great. Oh my I god, have fun. April 19th. April 19th. I should be in town. Yeah. I promise if you come, we will not try and, and sexually harass you. <laughs> hey, bre- uh, I was to break a leg. Um, oh, thanks to JT Stockroom. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, thanks for coming out. I feel Thank like you. I know. I feel like at this point, I just need to go on a field trip, clearly. Yeah, and then just come understand with us. this. Okay, April 19th. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com.